Hey, one more thing before you go. In this episode, we're going to hear from a woman that fought her way out of a toxic relationship and redefined her life to one of purpose to help people in the same situation. She shares with us her experience with getting guidance from her angels. My guest today is Jessie Campbell. She's a spiritual grounding coach, a Reiki practitioner. She's also a certified nursing assistant, a behavioral tech for mental health, and a caregiver for four years. Welcome to the show, Jessie. Thank you so much for having me today. You know, it's quite a background in helping people. Can you kind of tell me a little bit more about you? Yes, no problem. Um, so my name's Jessie Campbell. I'm known around social media and everywhere as Jess Intuitive Angel Healer. I went on a spiritual awakening about 2017. I was in a toxic marriage and I thought I had everything where I was supposed to be, but apparently I didn't. So this got me on my path to learning about the angelic realm and that life was much more to be lived free and not the way that I had been living it so constricted and in the abuse. So I have a background in the medical field. I started out as a CNA in 2008 and went to school, got my degree, became a medical assistant for various specialty doctors around uh, the United States. And when my toxic marriage came to a head and all those things, I just couldn't, I couldn't take the stress anymore. And so I, my angels started showing me 7-Eleven and 777. And I started seeing these numbers so much in 2017 that I literally had to look it up and say, what does this mean? Tell me about your first experience with an angel where you knew exactly what you and who you were talking to. 2017, Archangel Raziel, who is the Archangel of Psychic Sight, his calling card is rainbows, kind of like Archangel Michael. And I started seeing rainbows in very odd, like where I'm not supposed to see rainbows. Like I opened up my door and in the slot, I could just see a rainbow. Never seen a rainbow in my front door right there. I opened up my eyes one night and I looked on my wall and there was a rainbow in the middle of the night on my wall. And I was like, well... <laughs> Okay, so that's how you so that's how he presented himself. Yes. Him and, her herself. And that's how I tell people because everybody's got these amazing stories of this bright light and I heard this and well, unfortunately, because my fear has been so high for so long and I've I've been so low vibrating that I they talk to me through signs and symbols and to not sound crazy, I do, they send messages through the TV as well, because they, they talk to you. What I've found is they talk to you the way that you understand and that you'll receive it, because if not, it's a waste of energy for them to pop up and appear. So they know that we finally sat down and said, look, I need, we need to get this going, but you can't pop up and appear because my ego is so out of whack here that I'm going to shut down your message immediately and say it's not true. So I started, I think that's why I get so many signs and symbols. And I, I have a lot of dreams. At the very beginning of it, when I was getting, I had to go through a whole clearing because I was that, you know, uh, that low vibrational. People don't understand until they start a self 
care journey of how toxic you can be to yourself. And I put that down. So how do you recognize angels? How do you recognize that it is an angel trying to talk to you or give you a message? So I definitely know you will know if it's an angel or, or if it's from the dark side, there's light or there's dark. The dark side, you will know because it'll feel very shallow. It'll feel very manipulative. It won't feel good. You'll question it. But when angels come around or it's a good spirit, I also have my dad passed when I was 16. It's a feeling that I get because I will be randomly, it depends on who I'm speaking to, but it's always a warm, fuzzy, I get overwhelmed with joy, like I Okay, so I'll see a penny, for example, or a dime. But then on the radio, I'll hear a Black Crows song. And that's immediately my dad's talking to me. My dad's around me. Because they always put like a symbol of what I need to know. But then they kind of add something else to it. So I feel whoever is around me. When it's spirit, though, and it's not one of my passed over loved ones, I can totally feel... It's just an overwhelming, like, you almost don't want to receive it because it just feels like, wow, this is so amazing and and I'm so happy right now. So that's how I know and I get goosebumps when, uh, when spirits around me too. But help us to define the difference or if there is a difference between, you said earlier, spirit around you compared to an angel around you. So do you see uh, past loved ones that have passed on as well as angels? Do you not necessarily see that maybe do you do you get communication from both spirits that have passed on as well as angels? Yes. And that's what I was really, when I first started out with this, because I never experienced this world. I was a girl who was married, had, you know, a mom, and I was in the regular world. I had no understanding of spirit or any of this. I was always curious, but I've always been very, um, if I don't know enough about something, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dabble in it because that's how you get yourself in trouble. I practice oracle card readings. So I do, I do oracle card angel readings and I channel angel messages from people's angels. And, uh, and that's part of my coaching is I deliver the messages people turn a blind eye to and I can feel the energy. So I more feel it. I'm not a visual because everybody's got different um, gifts. And mine is more, it depends on which channel is open enough for them right there. But when I do the Oracle card readings, that channels in spirit. And sometimes when they if I'm doing one on my personal self and I can feel that I'm really stressed, I'll have, um, I have an angel baby and I actually have a card. It's the child card. And that card will randomly pop up in my room <laughs> just as a reminder, like, hey, mom, I'm still here. But I would say that a good angel story that I have, because I have a lot of them, but this one. Before you go into the angel story, can you help us understand what oracle cards are? So oracle cards are kind of like tarot cards, but tarot cards are very fixed on um, a system. So it's pretty much, that's why I kind of was drawn to oracle cards because these are more present. It's about messages that either already happened or about to happen in the next six months to a year or, or in the past. And what they do is they help 
bring a, a message that's not so set in stone of, and it's more of what's on your mind right now. So if you're stressing about meeting your father-in-law, you know, next week and somebody does an angel card reading on you and you don't ask for a specific question, you're more than likely you're going to have a message about, you know, letting go, releasing fear and stuff like that. So kind of just puts a roadmap to destiny and helps you when you arrive at that fork in the road, do I go left or do I go right? So that's kind of how I've, um, that's the easiest way to explain what Oracle cards are. That helps a lot. Thank you very much. You have a ghost story. Yes. <laughs> I I have so many stories. That's why I can't really put them in angels or I just put them in the, in spirit because one day, because angels will actually, it's kind of like, it's called a drop-in. Sometimes angels, they just want us to get the message and sometimes they kind of sneak in <laughs> and um, because we're so stubborn and they can't help us without our permission. So sometimes they'll just help us and show us something that our brain is like, are we experiencing this right now? I was going uh, last year, I was going through a really tough time with my daughter because of the whole uh, divorce with her dad. I had, I have custody of her. She, but I started seeing that, you know, even though I'm not a fan of her father, it is her father. And I don't want to be one of those women who are going to take that away. And I don't need another karmic lesson. So I was really debating about how, what do I do? And I finally figured out I needed to drop her off with her dad and she needed to go over there because she had been with me for four years now. It's okay. We can move past the whole situation and she's fine. But I was really having, my ego was making me have a really hard time, you know, coming to grips with the guy that I had so many things to say about. Now I'm going to put my daughter with him. And that's, you know, that's called growth. <laughs> but one day me and my daughter, we, she was just not acting right because she definitely didn't, we needed to, we needed to change this situation. So we went to the park and right before we left, I prayed to my creator and my angels. And I said, please, because they'll always confirm to you that everything's going to be okay. They confirm and it'll come in threes. So if you ask for confirmation for something, always look for and ask them, you know, show me three penguins or whatever. And you'll see three penguins throughout your day. But I went to the park and this lady, me and my daughter were sitting down and I was trying to talk to her and, and, you know, try to get her to tell me what was on her mind, why she was acting like this. And this old lady came with a dog and sat down and it made me cry because she had nothing to say to me. She looked at me and, and it was the sweetest old lady. And she just came up and said, it's a beautiful day today. I love it. I'm just walking my dog. And I said, you know, it's nice to meet you. And she's like, look, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To me, looked at my daughter. And this was how powerful it was. Because we all know the little ladies do this. But she looked at my daughter and she was like, you're going to be okay. <sighs> you're, you're both going to be okay. She said exactly part of my prayer of what I had prayed for. 
And then she just, after she looked at my daughter and told her, and me and my daughter, because my daughter understands, she's a crystal child and she understands all my angel stuff because <laughs> she's still nine. So she's still got the open mindset. And I said, you, you realize that was for you. She's like, I know mommy. And we cried and we hugged because that lady, after she said this, looked at her and said, you're going to be just fine. Okay. Well, God get back now. And it was just like the whole methodical, the way she talked, what she said, which wasn't anything that huge, but to me it was super huge because she repeated exactly what I prayed for 15 minutes before she walked up to me. So angels can, in my life, they will jump in other people, say their message, and then jump out. And I'll notice that person is like, what just happened? And I have to point this out really quick because our listeners can't see. But when you were talking about that and describing what you had gone through with your daughter, um, you actually got emotional again. So it still has a profound effect on you. Yes. And um you know, sometimes you can hear it in my voice and sometimes you can't, but I, I am humbled every time I have, I have all day long is filled with spirit connection since I've opened up my mind to this side of it. Cause the only reason why you're not connecting with spirit is because you're not meant to, or because you're not meant to, because you're not ready <laughs> when you were ready and you say, Hey, I want to talk to my spirit guides. I want to talk to spirit. I want to know that I have a purpose in this life. Spirit will show you, and we always get our prayers answered. Unfortunately, we think that they're going to come on the telephone or God's, you know, our creator is going to get up there and be like, okay, Jesse, here's what you do. No, it's not going to happen that way. You're going to be like Sherlock Holmes if you're me and you cut off all your communication. And you're going to start going uh, looking like a crazy person. I used to tell my daughter, please stop bringing all these rocks in. What is wrong with you? Because I hadn't yet quietly uh, spiritually enlightened yet. Fast forward a couple years later, and who's the crazy lady with rocks in the car holding on to them? Because they help me ground. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's I, I am overwhelmed because I am humbled that on my journey to spiritual enlightenment, I'm not just a girl. And on the human here, I don't feel like I have a purpose. I don't feel like I fit in. And I feel very lonely half the time. And that's how I felt my whole life. But now that I've connected to spirit, I've always been the weird girl to talk to herself. And I feel like I am not alone anymore. And I really want to convey that message to others out there. And it's not something I make up in my head. And ooh, I have so many friends around me. No, I really have these special experiences. And what's even cooler is because I'm an indigo child, which is a messenger earth angel, that's part of my purpose. I get to share this magic with others. So spirit actually lets me have angel moments and angel stories with other people. Like spirit can really help you if you allow them in. How, how do you know when you have a message for somebody, how do you know what that message is and specific to that person? I mean, do you get, do you hear it? Um, does it come to you mentally? How do you, 
How do you get it? How do you understand it? And how do you convey it to somebody? I'm learning to be very open <laughs> to how spirit's going to do stuff because our human logic thinks spirit's wrong and that we know more than it does. But uh, I found out I'm wrong. And if you've ever watched The Good Place, uh, when Kristen, um, I think it's Kristen Bell, the blonde one, she, Kristen uh, Bell. yeah, she, he puts on, he's like, okay, your brain can't handle the bad place. So, our brain, we only use like 6% of our brain. And it's funny, after he shows her this little snippet, she comes out all, her eye, her hair's fried and her brain's fried because we're not meant to know everything. We're only meant to know so much. When spirit chooses me, I'm usually minding my own business. And I want to get a tattoo of this, of there I was, minding my own business, when? Because that's how all my stories start. <laughs> usually... Because I'm on Facebook and I started this. Um, I started out as, because what do you do? I've never ran a business being a spiritual card reader. And my medical side of this says, hey, you're a little cuckoo for trying this out. Because the medical side and the spiritual grounding side kind of conflict a little bit. Science versus spiritual (laughs) exactly yeah so they kind of like oil and water they kind of don't mix so i i went through that whole going through trying to figure out uh how i'm going to go about this so i got up on facebook and now that i have that connection out there i will be reading stuff on facebook and i'll run across people or when i'm posting stuff on facebook I've actually, I was giving somebody a message like, hey, connect with me later. And I put a band, AJR, and another lady came up and said, hey, that message was for me because my initials are AJR. So I'll have it like that or I'll have somebody just so drawn to me or I'm drawn to them. And then when... I ask them a little bit what's going on and I'll go grab my Oracle cards. My Oracle cards have a bunch of pictures on it and little statements. And my my gift, I can intuitively read that picture because the picture is worth a thousand words and put all the elements and listen to what people are telling me. And I don't know, it's, it's really hard to explain. And I tell people that have never had an Oracle card reading, uh, it's easier to do it for you versus me to explain it. I can feel your emotion. And sometimes it's very hard when I'm relaying a message because this person I don't know, but I can just feel such an urge to share this message Or sometimes when I'm talking to people, I start rambling on and I've noticed that when I hit certain points and I go back and read what I'm writing people, I'm unconsciously channeling spirit at the moment. (laughs) So I tell people to try to be patient with me because I always have a point to what I'm saying, but unfortunately I'm a Pisces and I've had a blocked throat chakra for probably about 25 years or more. And so some days it's called Jesse listening. It's when they listen and they wait, they listen to all the key parts and then they wait for the point. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I think we should talk about life after death. Yes. 
You'll I love that, that topic. Love that topic. Well, there's a lot of controversy around the subject of life after death, and I myself am a believer, but what kind of proof is there of life after death for those that don't quite understand that concept? James Van Prague is a very awesome author and psychic medium that if you are still on the fence and don't uh, know if you are a believer, he is a very good way to, to start your journey. For one, he's very loving and he's very caring uh, and empathetic when he shares his information. And he's also been around since the 90s. He's the one that started everything out. I've had experiences. I was in a hotel room one day and I had another girl there with me and we were watching Vanilla Sky. That's how old this is. I was watching Vanilla Sky and it was in a really quiet part of the movie. It's about 10 o'clock at night. Everybody's asleep except one girl. And if I wouldn't have been there, I don't know. I still like I'm traumatized by this event because when I looked around, I I was putting something on my bed and I turned back to look at the TV. And when I turned back, a candle that was lit like one of those big votive candles shot off my TV into the floor, into a pile of blankets. And it just it didn't kind of tumble off. It literally shot off. And I saw it right when it happened. And then, you know, it took me a long time to be able to light candles ever again, because I was like, what if that would have burnt us all up. Like so many things went on in my brain after that. Because a lot of people want to say that we're just trying to cope with. That's what the biggest thing is. You're not seeing that. You're trying to cope with something you're missing. And it's a very fine line because I can tell you stuff, but then depending on how you're going to receive that, you're going to decide whether or not you... uh believe it or not. Yeah, our mind is a different thing, especially when you lost somebody or you want to communicate with somebody that you've lost so badly that uh, people sometimes think that they create that environment themselves and that whatever they listen to or whatever they think they hear, it kind of fills that void of um, of loneliness or missing that person. You know, and I, I can understand that because I, I do have a medical background I was in mental health for as a tech for a while and I and I fully understand that I'm always about logic too at some point I want to think hey I don't want to just think that I'm creating these experiences and so that's probably why I'm a little not as far ahead as other people but you know I am it's my journey it took me a long time to go this is real this is really happening. And that's probably why I get inundated with so many angel stories because my angels want to keep saying, here, you want you want more proof? Here's some more proof. I'll give you more proof. And I'll just tell you to all the people that don't believe out there, be careful for what you ask for because that's why I am a believer today because at some point of me getting out of my toxic relationship, me spiritually evolving, and my mindset of was just so dense that I didn't believe. And I was like, yeah, right. I don't care. Even if you are real, whatever. And I learned, don't have that attitude because your angels will show you <laughs> and, and you will not like it. So 
Be careful for what you ask for. My boyfriend that I'm with, I've been with almost four years. He's been on this journey awakening like he was awakened but he's awakened even more since we've been together and the stuff that we've seen together we can't possibly um thank you angels for giving me a person to say hey did this just really happen right now like the whole orbs thing and the jesus light we both looked at each other are are we really seeing this happening right now like and it, it doesn't happen every morning that light does not appear it was that moment and we had never seen this and we were like moss to a flame like oh okay I'm okay hello (laughs) what do you need me to do right now so you'll definitely know when you have an encounter and I just ask you to not put so much in what other people say because that's what I've really had to learn doesn't matter if you believe me or As long as I believe me and I know that there's a purpose because all my encounters are messages of love or to to help keep me out of something that I'm not supposed to be a part of. So you really got to, instead of letting fear block your messages, take some time and have some curiosity. And now when I hear spirit around me, I'm like, hello, hi, (laughs) can I help you? Instead of going... Who is that? Where are you? Because that I lived in that state for so long, and that's why the fear, the ignorance made me not understand how beautiful and magical the spirit realm is. I've also liked to learn about all kinds of different religions because we're all have the all religion has the same message. It's a message of hope and faith, but unfortunately the titles and the message got twisted and somehow fear got interjected into that. So Yeah, unfortunately there's a lot of religions out there that actually utilize fear for you to have to believe in God or believe in either going to hell or going to heaven. And they put um they instill fear upon you. So I'm not naming any in specific, but I'll say as a general rule. As I grew up, same thing. I went to probably 10 or 12 different denomination churches. The Bible was written by man, and it was written by man 50 years after Jesus died. And that's a that's a fact. I mean, that, that's not speculation. That's not, it's an actual fact. So these are memories from, from individuals that wrote it 50 years after he passed, after he died. So in regard to that, you know, there's been kings and um, cardinals and bishops and the Pope who have decided that certain segments of the Bible needed to be removed or changed or enhanced to fit the needs of the church. Yes. So that's the one thing that, that I think that is important to relay in all of this. You do not have to be religious to believe in angels. No. Angels exist in a spiritual realm. And that angels, regardless of your religion, can still have a profound positive effect on your life. And they're there for you, whether you are um, religious or whether or not you're spiritual. So earlier you talked about the symbols. So when it comes to angels and messages and helping to understand the signs and the symbols that they're giving us, uh, what do you recommend to people to help them understand what those symbols are, where to find them and how it can help them? That's a perfect question because I love to teach. This is one of my favorite things I love to teach people because they're always going to give you something that resonates with you. If you um, had an aunt, Lily, who loved bunny rabbits and she had a whole collection of bunny rabbits, 
nine times out of 10, if Aunt Lily is trying to get a message to you, all of a sudden, all these bunny rabbits are going to start popping up and you're going to, they're going to pop up. And the first thing in your mind is going to be, is Aunt Lily around? You have to start learning about signs and symbols. And a dream book is a good place to uh, look into because dream books actually will tell you what wolves mean because there's so many of them. Here's a message of love because that's what your angels do. They like to drop messages of love and um, to let you know that you're not alone. So it's really what resonates with you. Start looking up their signs and symbols books out there or when you start seeing something, a symbol, like I see triple Bs and triple Cs, and anything um, in threes is your guardian angel talking to you. If you don't understand the message, now they just have to do it 20 more times for you to finally understand it. So they usually pick something that you're going to resonate with. So stop writing off stuff to coincidence because there are no coincidences in this life. It's actually spirit divinely guiding you to either answer your prayer or get you on the path so you can get what you need because spirit wants you to be happy. Yeah, my wife sees uh, angel numbers all the time. She's always looking yes. for angel numbers, 111 and 2s and 3s and 7s, and she's always looking for angel numbers all the time. So and she always makes you, it always makes you feel better because she knows where they're coming from. I see that often when I'm stressed and I'm about to go into a situation, I'll see 444 or I'll see 333. And then I kind of take that breath like, okay, it's going to be okay. So that's why I encourage people to really start paying attention to your signs because that's why they're there. Spirit isn't just coming over to scare you. That would be the darkness. And I know you were talking about a little bit about the shadow side of of darkness. And um, that's kind of where your fear is going to either lead you left or right. That's a very good, very good advice for individuals that are looking to have a spiritual awakening in regard to angels or messages that may be coming across to you. So is there anything that you feel that we might have missed or that you think is very, very important that our listeners should know and understand? Well, I would just like everybody to know that, well, for one, for angels are not religious. <laughs> They're messengers of the creator. Mes Angels are here to simply be a messenger. They are always there with you. They never leave you. But unfortunately, if you decide to lower your vibration, and vibration is kind of like a radio station and airway um, frequencies. So when you get the really negative people around you, and that's the mindset that you take, and if you go and do bad things and you decide to get into addictions or get into the really bad side of life, your angels, you're not going to feel them. You feel alone because they're there, but because just like we don't feel, a lot of people say God doesn't listen. He's not answering. Yes, he is our answering our prayers, but unfortunately, God is supposed to be pure love. So pure love can acknowledge darkness. That's why he created messengers to send out and help us understand. And also when we're in a state of stress, 
we notice that we rapid fire our prayers off because we're like, please God help me. I promise. And we start making all these false promises we're not going to ever live up to. What we don't know is God and the angels have taken everything that you said and literally logged it in and said, okay, send out, respond, 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 like an email. They have responded to all of our prayers and we're over here going, God hates us. God's not listening because I don't hear anything. Well, no, that's because you've chosen to shut that off. Just like I chose to shut off my, my connection to spirit. You've chosen to cut off your connection to spirit. So if you will raise your vibration, know that nothing is forever. And if you need help from your angels, no matter how crazy the request is and how much it doesn't make sense to your ego, your angels will fulfill it. That's some good advice. I know you got a podcast coming out. Tell me about it. Thank you. So I have two different podcasts. Um, I actually am creating a Miracles Story podcast that showcases stories from all around the world. It's called um, Angels. Your angels are listen. Are your angels are talking? Are you listening? And it's all about stories from people who have had life and death experiences or near-death experiences and how the power of spirit came into their life and just showed them an absolute miracle to turn their life around. And it's going to have all my fun angel stories. It's called uh, Angel Miracles with a Z. (laughs) And secondary to that, that's going to be a weekly one. And then bi-weekly, I'm going to have a toxic relationship podcast. And that's going to be all about breaking up with your toxic uh, relationship to not just romantically, but to foods, to jobs, to family members, whatever it is that you have your empowerment story of breaking up with the toxicity. I That's going to be called Dancing in the Toxic Shadows, Finding Empowerment and Hope Through the Toxicity. And those are going to be on Anchor. That's why I really created my spiritual coaching. And in about a month, I get down to the nitty gritty of why, what is in you, in your chakras that you're storing that you need to release. And I help people cut ties to their past so they can be successful and really live their purpose here as they're supposed to. So Jesse, thank you very much for all of your stories and your knowledge in regard to what we, with angels and dark side and demons. And I really appreciate you coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate um, being here. Thanks for listening to this episode of One More Thing Before You Go, a unique conversation about life. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our website at beforeyougopodcast.com. That's beforeyougopodcast.com. Tell your story, share your expertise, contribute to the blog, and subscribe to the newsletter. You can find us as well as subscribe to the program and rate us on your favorite podcast listening platform. And one more thing before you go. Have a nice day, have a nice week, and thanks for listening. One More Thing Before You Go, a unique conversation about life podcast, is a creation of One More Thing Productions, established 2010, all rights reserved.